and good evening and welcome to the Psychic Talk Shop. I'm Ace and Mike. And of course, with tonight is my Techie with us, is Techie Joe. How are you, darling? I'm doing great. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. I'm having my power shake. You know, we're just now getting into some nitty-gritty stuff of the day, so we're going to be doing great. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely been a day. It has. It has. How do you like the new intro? I, I'm kind of liking it. Truth be told, I'm kind of liking it. I'm kind of digging it. Cool. Yeah. It kind of fits what I want to accomplish here. So that'll be good. So let's see. There we go. Let's get our social out because, you know, we're doing our social. Yes. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Brenda. Hello, Miss Shannon. Hello, Brenda. Let's do it. Been an interesting day, interesting news articles, and I think we're going to start off with an interesting one that I didn't even know was going on. But apparently, hello Dallas Morning News. Thank you for reviewing King Psychics. Absolutely. All right. So yeah, it's a well. Okay, so they're calling it a branded post. Interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. So King Psychics review legit psychic readings or scam. Um, so that is from the Dallas Morning News and came out on March 17th. So it's a fairly uh, recent article, only about four days right. old. Um, if you've been looking for a reputable source for online psychic readings, you may have come across a psychic site called Keen Psychics. Keen has been around since 1999 and is one of the most popular websites for psychic readings. Keen has hundreds of psychic advisors available in a variety of different categories, including love and relationships, life questions, tarot card readings, financial guidance, and more. But is Keen legit, and can they be trusted for accurate psychic readings? In this in-depth Keen Psychic Review, we'll tell you everything you need to know, including how it works, features like pros, cons, and the best alternatives. Right, and you know, most yeah. of our listeners are familiar. Yes, I am a keen psychic. So yes, I am talking about this ad, this article because we don't get that much news. We get more no. news like the one we're going to cover in a minute. Um, <laughs> now that's not true. Well, truth be told, um, no. the features they like most is keen is one of the oldest and most reputable places. You know, online readings compared to the other uh, other online psychics. Um, Keenism is among the best. Um, of course, the mobile app, you can take me anywhere. I can now fit in your, on your phone, in your pocket. It's both on iTunes and Google Play. The search tools to find the right psychic. You don't need to do that. Just search Ace and Knight. And of course, we, there's a large level of psychics. About two to 300 online at any available. No matter where you are in the world or what time of day it is, you'll find a, several dozen psychics to choose from. Normally about they really like that Oh, I was going to say they really like that Keen Rewards program too. They do. Um, I want to look at the cons. See, I'm I'm the weird one that looks at the cons. Um. And go, okay, how do I overcome the cons for a site? So the cons in the review, you know, it's always like looking at the two-star reviews because one-stars are idiots. Um, 
uh, a balance of keen reviews. We also acknowledge the platform isn't perfect. In the keen reviews, we identify two significant areas that needs improvement: no video readings or vi recorded of, or uh, recordings available. And yeah, um, in the Zoom and FaceTime, it's a little surprise that Keen doesn't offer video reading. Keep a watch out for this. For the, uh, this. Keep watching this space, though. Um, we'll update the key and review if the video readings become available in the future. You can, however, book a reading with me through Zoom in my private site. Um, a limited number of brilliant psychics. Not everyone's uh, bilingual psychics. Not everyone speaks. Not everyone speaks English. And Keen only has a handful of brilliant psychics available. Uh, bilingual psychics available. Again, this is likely. To change this team's response because there's feedback like this review. It would be helpful if there was a way to sort psychics by language they speak, though. Lexi, are you paying attention? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and I think that might come from the fact that, like, Keen, instead of hiring more bilingual psychics, seems to have just bought companies in other countries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. that's of the thing that, that that I mean you don't necessarily get off the top is mm -hmm. that like, if you just look at keen.com mm -hmm. then you'll never catch on to the fact that no 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 there's yeah. a parent company that parent company owns multitude of sites right and some of these are Spanish uh, uh, language based sites some of these are German language based sites some of these are like just on down the list um yeah so this article is from um well it's the dallas mornings uh, news so i'm gonna assume dallas texas right um so yeah it's kind of kind of impressive yeah it's very impressive it's a nice review they hit us hard on a few things that i've said have been our shortcomings for a number of years mm -hmm. um and you know they looked at our alternatives I mean, it's kind of like, no, nah, not really. I mean, Psychic Source, yeah. Dollar per minute for customers. Psychic Source is considered great for love readings, and you can uh, sort the various psychics based on their specialities. Um, an example like King, you can choose whether you want a psychic who is compassionate or more direct. Kasamba, you're looking for a psychic reading that utilizes a different format like tarot readings and fortune telling. You'll probably uh, like using Kasamba. Um, but, you know, they evaluated the accuracy. The short answer is yes. You can see the reviews. They recommend looking at our endorsements for accuracy. Um, or you can click on the profile and you'll be able to see how many people they, that have marked them as accurate. Pro tip, looking for, or looking for 99 endorsements or more of being accurate. There's new, uh, there are new psychics that don't have a lot of reviews yet. But that doesn't mean they're not accurate. Even if someone is new to King, they could have been, still have years or decades of experience. Take a look at their profiles to find out. Remember, you're always, you always get credit if your reading doesn't meet the expectations. Absolutely, the company is legit. We are not a scammer site. Um, the company has millions of reviews, active on social media channels, and a decade of customer support team, dedicated customer support team. Of all the online psychics on the planet, Keen is one of the most legit and trustworthy. And that's right, because we've actually had, and we pay to have independent people come in and, like, review the company practices. 
Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, but they also go through and, like, review you guys, too. Like, they secret mm-hmm. shop themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fun. Um, it is. <laughs> like, and there's, I mean, you want to talk about a moment. Like, it's kind of weird because, you know, we, we are friends with a few other people that work there. Yeah. Um, and so there's this weird thing about, like, you're trying to play Stump the Psychic, basically. And that's not a game you want to play um, in general. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's just a random Tuesday, it's not a game you want to play. Like, don't ever go in and lie to your psychic. They're, they're going to call you on your shit real bad. Um, but it's an interesting experience when you guys are sitting there and you quickly figure out, like, wait a minute. Right. I don't know what's going on, but like, I think I just got secret shopped. Yeah. Right. Like I, mm, mm, this person came in weird. They're not a normal client. Mm-hmm. Like not the like it shows you in the system. It doesn't pop up and tell you. It like you know alert. You're being secret shopped. Be on your best behavior. I mean, like y'all get on the calls. And it's and, instantly, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. the, like they just, hmm, it's hard to hide that you know what you're doing. Right. Play off that whole, like, I'm Joe Bob, and I just found your website. Mm-hmm. You know, it like, hmm, that's really hard to mm-hmm. find. Like. No, you guys are saying, yeah. like, mm-hmm, I just got mm-hmm. secret shopped. Yeah. Or, uh-huh, no, I don't read on that. No, I don't read on that. No, I don't read on oh, that either. Yeah. Sorry, Perkin TOS, please see. And then, like, a few minutes later, we'll get an email from Playfair after we've reported the client for violating the TOS. That's always sweet and nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, because, again, y'all have done everything you're supposed to do is one, you know, like this client, uh, the client is coming in and they are, some of them do, that's been their newest thing is to push the, the limits of the terms of service and see how you guys mm-hmm. react and if you do what you're supposed to do. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's always been fun. Yeah, that's always interesting. It's always fun to see, you know. Because they're not just shopping for accuracy. They're shopping to make sure that, you know, we ain't pulling bullshit. And they'll yeah. do this, you know, randomly, not because there's been a complaint. It's just like, no, you know, you work for a platform. They want to make sure you're doing right. Um, but they usually throw in at least one TOS violation question. Like, they'll ask you, so exactly. how else can I get in touch with you? Yeah. Only here. I only exist here. <laughs> right. like, no, no. Right. Things never to ask your network psychic. Mm-mm. I'll tell you right mm-hmm. now, all the sites have a terms of service that requires they not give out like any of their personal, mm-hmm. so to speak, personal business contact mm-hmm. information um, versus like, nope, I only exist here. Yep. And if you believe that, Google's around. Um mm-hmm. Just saying. Overall, they found the site well compared to our comp- top two competitors, Psyche Source and Kasamba. Team has a reliable place to find quality and accurate psychics, including being limited to psychics within your tier. You know, 
instead of being limited to geographic regions or or their affordable uh, available office hours you cannot uh you can connect with elite psychics from around the world 24 7 these affordable prices which by the way we done price shopping recently and we were shocked like we price shop because we're looking at my rates and all this and i always like to take in like okay who else you know what the prices are going on in the market the market spans widely um, oh yeah well and well, and then also there's there's been a lot of inflation and a lot of adjustment towards inflation as well as like guys, big surprise, but as you get more experience, these networks encourage you. Yeah. To, like charge more, get paid like get paid your value. Um, don't be sitting here working for peanuts. Um and it's fair. Um, but no, it but is it's not only thing. that, but here's the thing, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we step out of business mind and step into customer mind. Mm -hmm. If I went on a line and charged 99 cents a, a minute, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't be getting calls right now. Okay. Okay. Or, you know, a low rate. We have found that when I am a lower price, like example, I have Psychic Saturday coming up. It is $20 for 15 minutes. You know how many bookings I currently have at that rate? Zero. Zero. Gallery. Like, yeah, that's a big reason why we've been talking about discontinuing Psychic Saturdays is because like your clients won't do it. No. Like it's like the vacation it's like the client vacation day. Like they just all go take a book and like I'll call you tomorrow or the day before. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not cheating you out of money, um, yeah. which is a cool problem to have. Side note, it is a cool problem. But new customers to mm -hmm. me, like I was talking with one today, are getting upset over my rates, and it's the inverse reaction. You're not uh, charging enough. Yeah, not for the quality yeah. of skills I currently show. Because I don't even welcome, show all my skills. Welcome to my business. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's nice when I have clients reject mm -hmm. an invoice. Can I just point that mm -hmm. out? It's I mean, it's also kind of distressing when it happens. Because I always have that immediately gut sink feeling. Mm -hmm. Of like, oh God, what did I do wrong? Um but i and because i had this happen recently a client rejected an invoice and said rebuild me for a higher amount because that's right. ridiculous right and i was like okay <laughs> and i am extremely skilled matter of fact we shorten my skill levels a lot of times on like profiles and everything is because Otherwise, it'll be like, has he been in school for 30 years? Yes. Yes, I have. Yes. I have credit card yes, payments to prove it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Well, and some of that is also looking at like, you know, some of the things you've done are also like you, you, you've got like a base level plus an advanced level plus a more advanced level plus a more mm -hmm. advanced level. And it's like, honey, you really only have to list the last one because all the others roll up into that. Like you don't have to right. list all the steps in the in between. Right. 
Well, it's um, a doctor of divinity, but I don't use Dr. Dick at all. I know, and it makes me so sad. I know. Just say it. Brenda, these have become addicted. Thank you for the recommendation. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He has so hard. I do. Like, that has become my new thing, you know, is the coffee protein shakes. Oh, yeah. And we finally found a protein powder that I like that doesn't have that aftertaste of bitterness. Mm hmm. That I can actually get near. That you can actually get near. Mm hmm. And drink. Very nice. Yes. And have pudding out. Yes. When I remember to make it. Yes. So, yeah. No, the puddings are really good. I'll give those credit. Yeah. All right. So, as I put in my next order, <laughs> um, let's move to Tampa, Florida. Okay. Let me get my headset adjusted here. Sorry. There awesome. we go, guys. Yay. Now I can hear um so yeah this is from fox 13 in tampa bay uh jury finds self-proclaimed psychic guilty on multiple charges for stealing one million dollars from tampa man oh on friday a jury found self-proclaimed psychic jc wasso guilty of organized fraud and seven other counts of fraud and theft wasso sobbed and turned to her family sitting behind her in the gallery with a look of disbelief, she was taken away in handcuffs and will be sentenced later. Before the verdict was handed down, the jury heard from other key witnesses, including Richard Rapport, the victim in the elaborate scam involving his then-wife, Lynn Halfen, and Wasso Halfen Psychic. Um, so Wasso manipulated Halfen into stealing more than $1 million in cash and jewelry in November 20, 2019. Yes, I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, said Rapport. Rapport, now 80 years old, told the jury he felt defrauded, manipulated, and lied to. He believed the money was to purchase a condo in St. Petersburg and helped Halpin's family in Israel, but it was a lie. Prosecutors say the small fortune was going to the fortune teller, which Rapport said he would have never agreed to. No, no way, he said defiantly. Earlier this week, Halpin told the jury Wasso needed the cash and luxury items to protect her from evil spirits. But soon, Wasso demanded $1 million in cash to scare away her demons. She said she feels very bad, a very bad energy from me, that this bad energy is a curse that comes from generations to generations, explained Halfen. Under Wasso's direction, Halfen headed to an Amscot in Tampa to cash the hefty check, but she was turned away twice. Wasso then recruited family members to cash three checks, totaling $1 million in New Jersey, and they were successful. Rapport was alerted by police of the con job and had to break the news to his daughter, Dana Titus, and his son, Brian Rappaport. Both didn't even know their father was married to a woman 50 years younger than him. I never told them because they would have disapproved, naturally disapproved, said Rappaport. Halfen served 13 months in jail and was deported back to Israel for her involvement in the crime. Now Wasso faces years in prison. She will be formally sentenced this summer. Yes, as she should. Yeah, yeah. One million. One 
million. Yes. Over what I call bullshit. Well, and more importantly, like this wasn't a million total. This this wasn't like the like this was your psychic for like five years, ten years, a month, like 30. literally a month. Like yeah, because yeah, I'm trying to get back to where that was. Um in November 2019. Right. One million dollars in cash and jewelry in November 2019. Like one month, one million dollars. One million dollars in cash and jewelry. One million. Okay. I have had clients for 30 years now. And I'll tell you point blank, they've not spent a hundred thousand dollars on me. <laughs> if they start I... getting around a thousand dollars on me, I start telling them to calm it down. Well, yeah, I mean, granted, there are some situations that may cause someone to rack up uh, uh, some what I would call high mileage. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a literal time spent. Like, yeah. you know, you're on the phone for hours. Yeah. And yeah, seriously, you're going to be looking at them like, okay, this, this, this is excessive. Yeah. Like, I appreciate you as a client. I appreciate your situation, but <laughs> hi. Hi. The other part that bugs me is this has nothing to do about psychic readings. Mm -mm. This is not her taking a month to delve into the situation, work through the information, provide advice, provide guidance. No, this is your money's curse, so I need it. There's a generational curse on you, which I am so tired of that. Yeah. All right, let's break this down from a metaphysical viewpoint over to a and a point into real life. All right, everyone knows that when magic is created, it has to be contained and it has to be directed energy. To kind of like talking, it has to create and continue energy to feed it. So you feed your spells, either you know, however you do, depending on the spells, how much you feed it. So a generational curse. Okay, a generational curse would mean it's more than 20 years old because the generation is 20 years. So you would have had to piss somebody off 40 years ago, 60 years ago, and they should, would have had to keep feeding them energetically, attaching that curse not only to you, but your descendants and the descendants above them. Now, there's only one group of people in this plane of existence that I have ever seen this occur to. And that is the shamans of the Chick I think it's the Chickawa or the Shawnee. I've seen that occur. And okay. that was attached to land, not people, land. Yeah. Well, and and theoretically, if you're talking multiple generations, like generation to generation to generation, which is what this sounds like, you're 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 betting on two things there. Um, one that someone has descendants, and then two that the descendants of the person that was originally pissed off uh -huh. has descendants with enough anger, uh huh, to just keep going, yeah, for for ever, right? I, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, really. The Shawnee land that's cursed? Oh, no, I get that one. Well, that one's still fucking cursed. Like, that'll be cursed till the day that they go and find the fucking vessel that's buried there and remove it the proper way. But anyhow, 
Yep. You really don't make friends with smallpox blankets. You really, really, really don't. Right. Um, that's sad. So any, that's sad. I'm thinking. Because I've reviewed a lot of supposed cursed land, cursed items. I don't think there is any, there, there is such thing as generational curses. Now, I do think that there are generational created curses. What I mean by that, well, if you're taught to believe something from the time you grow up and you continue to believe that and you continue to feed that jet, that, that, limiting belief and you continue to do that well yeah you can create your own damn curse and you can pass that curse on to your family well yeah that's basically the story of racism mm -hmm. like because that's generally right. how that works is is you have you know an originating person right. way back in the family line um with a negative view of someone of a different race and then that gets taught to their children, that then gets taught to their grandchildren, to their great-grandchildren, and on down the line. Um, and I would call that at this point a kind of a curse. Like yes. that that's that that, a curse. Right. Yeah. But, but you've done that, that to with, yourself. Well, you've done that by creating that limiting belief and feeding it. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is not me getting pissed off. And cursing someone. By the way, if I if I cursed as many people thinks that I have cursed, I'd be busy all fucking day just keeping the spell work moving. When would I get anything else done? But anyhow, moving on from that. <laughs> what I'm saying is a lot of people create their own curses. What I get what I would love to have seen differently in this story. Because here's the problem. This person, as I didn't call them a psychic, this person will go to jail for five to ten years, come out, change your name, and do it again. More Whereas, if we had a governing registered body in this country, same as they do in England, she'd never touch another deck of terror in her life. Well... I well, I don't know that that's entirely true. She would have a lot more problems trying to be a legitimate psychic at that point, right? Um, and if she tried to do it legitimately, she would get stopped. Right. Um, but I, so to speak, if, if she just showed up and got a friend to go put her information up or whatever, she could potentially, you know, work under their name. Um, but. Is what I think problem I find most problematic is we don't really like as great as it is to see someone go down for this in terms of if you're going to do this I want to see you go down. Um, the article really doesn't talk about okay, but seriously though, mm -hmm. what do you need to watch out for? What do you need to to do if you're in this situation? Why is it that this occurs? How do we prevent this? how do we put you in touch with reputable people i, I think right. often that's what is left out of these right, articles well, right and let's take and let's start talking about some of the things that are said to have gone on here and i'll start calling bullshit because i want to dive into this um elaborate scam involving his wife and wasu um and hampton psychic um cursed items very few items are cursed 
normally if they're cursed, I'm going to tell you how to get rid of the curse. Not that hard to do. Um, so horribly cursed item, how much should this cost? I don't know. Let me see. Okay, the, we'll go off base price. My readings are $35. You believe an item's a curse, so you're going to need, let's say it's a non- like it's an item that can be that can handle water so you know you're going to have to buy some salt so what's that 250 two dollars fifty cents he means yeah okay and then i don't know water is what 87 cents a gallon right now um you're going to need a sage bundle. That was $7 the last time I was at Moe's. It may be a little bit more with inflation. And so basically, if you're, you should break a 50 and get change back. Oh, yeah. Easily. There you go. So, okay. And if, if, if and this is a big if. Um, so what if it is the uh, an entire house, the entire contents of that house, and every dime you, of money that you have? is supposedly cursed how much should that cost to fix well let's like see. if Let it were legitimate if it were legitimate was legitimate okay the money i would recommend spending immediately like change out the bills one okay but you have a hundred million dollars and that's every dime you've got you're never gonna get more money but we're dealing with items uh -huh. like you can't deal with a flow of energy so you have to deal with the items Okay, so you can deposit that money in a bank and, and be done with be it. Gone. Right, okay. because you've passed that on to everybody else that gets a 20. Um, so that's took care of. The house, we're looking at maybe 150 for house cleansing. $150. Dollars um, for a house cleansing, plus whatever it costs the housekeeper to come clean up your house. Because that's normally okay. the biggest problem. Yeah, go clean up your house, do some maintenance. Because if you think I'm coming into a dirty house, I'm going to tell you, uh, no, you could clean that house first. Um, yeah. Because clutter and junk, and this is what, what gets me in people, people get really weird when I ask, is your house messy? And they go, well, yeah, it's messy. I said, we'll get rid of your shit. Clean up your house. Organize your stuff. The reason for that is negativity cannot stay in a place that is that is moving that is changing that is stagnant that is not stagnant yeah that is not stagnant because energy is like water if you have a big old room full of boxes that you haven't touched in years i'll guarantee you there's negative energy in there clean it out suddenly problem gone suddenly problem gone all right so, so worst case scenario, you, you have to schedule time to go to the bank and deposit this cursed money, and then good luck to the people who get the uh, who get a 20 out of it. You're going to have a bad right. day and stump a toe or something. Um, and eventually those bills will get recycled and turned into right. garbage. Right. So, right. all right. So that's your problem there. Um, so uh, anything else you should be able to set into salt water. So the worst you have is a couple of gallons of water and some salt. Mm -hmm. And possibly your house smelling like a hobo for a few days. Quote, Jeff. Well, yeah. I, again, that's that's if you go with the holy water. And what's the charge on that? The appropriate charge on that? 
It's like seven bucks, eight bucks per gallon. There you go. Um, so yeah, and you don't need like a swimming pool full. Like, trust me, a gallon will go a long way. Yeah. Um, like a couple of capfuls in your swimming pool, you have depossessed the swimming pool. Um, <laughs> it's gonna stink like a hobo lives there, but yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, hire a maid. Which should be at going rates. It's not a special maid. Right. There's there's not a, 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 a demons and broomsticks uh, right. maid service that you you have a card for. It's like, no, call Mary maids. Call a maid I service. don't care who you call. Call a maid. doesn't matter. House. And then, yes, call ASIN. And for a house cleansing, it's about $150 to come out on site. Right. Um, and that's in my geo area, or I'm going to recommend you to someone else trained in possible house cleaning. Right. Man, $150, I, not $150,000, yeah. not $1,005. Right. right. Yeah. No. All right. And then, you know, uh, and that's if we're dealing with, okay, you pissed off a witch and they threw something on you. Now, if you've gotten your ass trapped in Shawnee territory or Chakawa territory, I'm not the one for you. Yeah, you're in the wrong phone book. Yeah, you're in the wrong phone book. You're going to have to go back to that Shawnee, that Chagataw tribe, ask to speak to their shaman, bring them tobacco. I will mm -hmm. explain to you, you know, what you need to bring them before you even talk to them and see if they will give you, give you clearance. Okay. Now, assuming she were still with us, because I do believe Sylvia Brown has passed. Yes, I remember correctly. Yes. Um, sorry, I don't want to speak of someone being dead and they not be dead, but I was like, I'm 99.9 on this one. Yeah. Um, so Sylvia Brown level, you want her to be the one to do your house cleansing. You you are crazy and insane and you have shit tons of money. Um, and this is the, uh, like if she were still with us, what would be the maximal amount? Like, you are getting Sylvia Brown on your property to do your house cleansing. What is a reasonable number for that? Yeah. Um, Top level high shelf psychic is what I'm talking about. You, you, okay. You're, you're specifically her, it was $800 an hour. I know her rate, but you know, look at who you're getting. Um, uh -huh. let me think of so, who is now the top. That would be John Edwards. Okay. Um, and he doesn't do house cleansing. Um, I know he doesn't, but you've got to induce him. You're going to write him check. Well, I know. I've got to look and see what his going rate is because I haven't checked it yet in a long time because he's not my level. Okay. I'm just saying. I, I'm like, I'm uh, sitting here going. Private like, readings for John Edwards is eight fifty an okay. hour. Okay. Let's say he he's like no I don't do I don't do home visits I don't do on sites I'm not I'm not yeah you're looking at like two thousand dollars max plus his expenses. Okay, so you're okay. looking at about two grand. Right. Yeah. This uh, is what I'm trying to say. Fact, well, Brenda brings up a good point. Good luck booking her. Then she was booked out. Chris has not really. Um, sorry, we had that. Um, Chris Dufresne is her son, was trained underneath her, hasn't really cleared her book yet. That's how far she was booked in advance. Oh, Lord. 
Oh, yeah. Well, and yeah, to be fair, I, yeah, we'd all be worried about going out to strangers' houses. That is the thing. Um, like, he typically only does this for established clients, and even then, it's, uh, okay. Uh, let's talk this to and, Well, it's going to be more, I will, and I'll be honest, I don't do it that often. Nope. I do not do it that often, because there's got to be an actual curse there. If you have mm -hmm. been sloppy, if you have been um, collecting stuff, you're going to go through some tasks before I get there. Mm-hmm. Clean your house, call me back. You go take a shower. Now, why do you think you pissed somebody off? Yep. And then he even has a moment of, do you deserve it? Yeah. Because if you've gone and, you know, I don't know, burned out a family, um, destroyed something. Oh, okay. Chick coffee is $500 for a 45-minute visit, plus travel expenses. There you go. See, what I'm trying to do is put this in terms of, like, these are names with, with a lot of, of celebrity attached. Right. They charge less than $1,000. Yes. Like, in your worst-case scenario, you have to book them for three or four hours which is mm -hmm. insane, but whatever, right. and pay some travel expenses, you're still going to be un well under $10,000 right. for celebrities. Uh -huh. Not some bitch in a trailer park in Florida. Yeah. That no one ever done heard of. Right. Celebrities. Mm -hmm. Book out for less than 10 grand. Right. Like, I'm, I'm trying to put this in relational terms so that if you're watching this and you're paying a psychic because you are cursed, please understand. Mm -hmm. You can hire the best, most recognizable names on the planet for way less than a million. Yeah. Like, I'm talking super brand awareness. Like, they'll probably show up with TV crew and pay you. Right. Normally, I mean, you know, Chris, you know, coffee definitely because he's under contract with, I believe, TLC or Bravo, Don Edwards, possibly, probably not. Like, he doesn't play that game. But even if you have to induce them out of their homes, mm -hmm. like, you're still, mm -hmm. you're still going to top out. And I mean, right. that's your whole house and your entire life is cursed and probably you deserved it. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. You got, like, mean girled and whatever. Like, you don't really deserve it, but someone's really fucking pissed. Right. You can call some of the biggest names in the industry and get them out more, for yeah. way less. Well, way more less. less. Plus, they're going to be very reputable. They're going to be very much these are the like example me you call me you're telling me you're cursed i'm like okay you're cursed all right what'd you do oh you cheated on her this is a true hmm. case you cheated on her with her sister mm -hmm. you done cute you done cute client very cute you're shitting your where you ate okay and she cursed you well First of all, you're going to have to ask for forgiveness. Second of all, I highly recommend you going to Lowe's and picking up a red brick. Someone get a notepad, write this down. 
get a red brick and piss on it, and then throw it in the, the closest running river you can find. Two or three weeks later, Connie like, oh, you're still cursing, now she took your dog. Okay. Well, what do you got of hers? What do you got going on? What are you holding on to? Get rid of it, return it. Then you're going to cleanse your house. You're going to call a maid and clean that damn dump up. Then you're going to take a shower with a quarter cup of salt to a bottle of body wash. I don't care what bottle of bottle wash you buy. I don't care what type of salt you get. If you want to go and get dead sea salt, go for it. It's great for your skin. If you want to use fucking table salt, it works too. Yeah. Pour it in, shake it up, take a bath. Yeah. Take a shower. Then you're going to go and volunteer somewhere. You need to do some good karma because apparently your karma is so bad she's able to tank it. So you need to go do some oh, terrible you slept work. With her sister. I get that. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're still cursed. Okay. I'm going to be at Earth Magic. You're going to book an appointment with me um, in May or June. You know, whenever I go up to Earth Magic. Joe, pack the big book. I'll do a curse breaker right then and there. Ain't that hard. Most of my students know how to do it. It's a powwow curse breaker. Works every time. I still ain't made it out to your house. We still ain't spent over $100. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the maid service may have charged you a chunk, depending upon how nasty the house was. Exactly. But with him, you haven't broken yeah. 100 Right. Notice that these are actions you are doing yourself. Yeah. And that's to even begin to get him to the point he will come out to your house. And consider it. Yeah. All right. So someone calls you, tables and chairs are flying around the room, they're cursed, haunted, or something, and they need a house cleaning right now. Uh-huh. That ain't happening. You're going to go and clean okay. your house. You're going to make take control of your domain. You're going to get the vinegar and wipe down the walls. You're going to get the vinegar yourself and wipe down your door. You're going to get the vinegar and the salt, and you're going to go around and make peace with everybody in the house. And then we're going to talk about who's living in your house. Do you have a woman that's going through menopause? Do we have a young child naturally born, naturally born as female getting to the point of going into puberty? You do? Go deal with her emotions. Okay. Again, still not out to your house. Still not a million dollars. No. There is Hi. no way... In a God's green earth, even if you book John Edwards, which you cannot do, he will not allow this to happen, every day for 70 fucking years for a reading that you would get to this amount of money. Fair enough. Well, oh, John Edwards, you said build out at what? He builds out at eight fifty. Eight fifty an hour. Yep. Oops, I had calendar instead of calculator. Oh, I hate when I do that. All right, let me hit this up. So I just want to see how many appointments. And, and so $8.50 an hour. Um, I don't think his normal appointment is going to be a full hour, do you? No, it's 30 minutes. Okay, so 
uh, let's see, divide by two says mm -hmm. 425 for an appointment. Right. All right. So we're going to do uh, $1 million divided by $425. Mm -hmm. Oops. I got my signs wrong. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> I want to see how many appointments that would be. Uh, $425. Well, no, not quite 70 years. You would have to do daily, and I still have to divide that by 365. Six years. Six years of appointments with John Edwards. Uh, mm -hmm. Almost six and a half years, actually, of daily half-hour appointments with John Edwards before you break a million dollars. Right. Six years. 2,352, almost 53 appointments mm -hmm. before you'd break a million dollars. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, hi. Yeah. It's hello. Let's get real. Yeah. This is what reasonable rates are. This is why they, the, whole factor that there are people out there that can scam whether it's a million dollars which this case is particularly egregious um yes. and took very much advantage of the fact that basically she knew her client had money or had access to get money right. um whether you know uh, that was directly or through abuse which it sounds like it was abuse um like the part one um but part two um, even if it's not a million dollars, like the fact that someone thinks that a rock is worth 19,000 or 15,000, right. $10,000, like, is it right. a diamond? Right. Like that's the only rock. And that's arguable. Mm -hmm. Like we're a house divided. He thinks a rock can be worth $19,000. I'm going, it came out of the ground and it started out kind of nasty. I don't think it can ever be worth 19000 but that's just me. Well, you know, I buy my amethyst where I buy my amethyst at. Well, there you go. Um, but, you know, that, that's, that's just me. But if we're talking about a river rock. Mm-hmm. No. Like no. No. So no. I hope I, she gets 50 years. Yes. She won't. Okay. She won't. She won't. I would I mean, hope that you would never, ever be allowed to take advantage of someone else. I also would love to see her get some things that we see in other areas. I never allowed on the internet again. You know, if she goes on the internet, she goes to jail. Um, you know, she would have to report her bank accounts to a parole officer or something like that. That's what I would like to see. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, I and I don't think there's a system really set up for this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, to some degree, being self-employed, doing an activity that doesn't have a governing bar, bot, blah, governing body to begin with, that mm -hmm. then in turn goes on. And I mean, I I don't know. 
I mean, unless the judge is smart and imposes, like, you are not allowed to have a merchant account, you are not allowed to have right. access to a merchant account, you are not allowed to have access to a bank account. Right. Like, as in, just get it to a point where, like, the only way she can do this is in cash. Right. Which, if she starts shooting for a million dollars again, mm -hmm. you want to talk about raising red flags in a bank, try to pull out a million. Right. Well, and that's why she couldn't cash the damn checks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, stupid on her. Yeah, stupid in general. Well, you know, and, and what's strange for me is we can have government regulations. We can have regularizing professional boards for every damn thing except this industry. Except mm -hmm. this industry. Most of my regulational stuff, like registered psychic, registered spiritualist, most of that comes out of England. Okay, Tarot Association is an English or is an English one. My life coaching services are registered in Scotland. Why? Because the U.S. doesn't have it here. Any Mickey Mantle can start doing this job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or right, at least claim to be doing this. Claim to be doing this job, not actually doing the real job. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to be kicking into some more interesting hot topics. Nice. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to try to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E the Psychic dot com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyVan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the High Priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal. And I work with um, <clears throat> access bars, Reiki, I do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing. That is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there, I'm still going through it, and I let my strength help guide you. See you soon. 
Hey everybody, Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you are in need of guidance, direction, spiritual connection, healing, or more, you have come to the right place. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumspath.com, visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, bombs, mystery boxes, and more. And visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one session with me, or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path, and let's get you back on the right track today. Oh, right. Okay, honey, where do you want to steer this ship to? I don't know. I'm intrigued by the title Deputy Gangs, a quote, cancer within the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department's scathing report says. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take that one on? Oh, yeah. 70 page report from the Civil Over- from the Civil Overview Commission Special Counsel uh, accuses the Department of Harboring secret groups that must be immediately executed. Um, excise. 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 The embattled Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is under fire once again this time in a scathing 70-page document by special counsel tasked investigating secretive groups or deputy gangs that have operated within the agency for decades. The report um, by the Oversight Committee commits that the groups whose members engage in illicit conduct is like using excessive force and threatening colleagues as cancer and must be banned immediately. And those accused, the union that represents the sheriff's department is falling, failing to stop the gangs and protect the alleged members. The report says that although the groups may have started decades ago, um, with begin intent with um, benign, benign intent, they endorse they are involved into deputy gangs whose members not only use game-like symbols, but engage in game-like and chronicle behavior against the public and other departments, member says. They create rituals uh, that evocate violence, such as, and, such as reporting all deputies involved shootings in their official books. Report, the report continues celebrating shooting parties and authorizing deputies to shoot a community member to add uh, Elaborations to their uh, common gang tattoos. Sheriff uh, Robert Lawrence says the statement Friday that he was elected in November to bring a new relationship and accountability department and thanks the commission for its work, but stopped short of committing immediately on banning citations. Oh, banning the clicks, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, these are more than just clicks, okay, guys? These are literal gangs within the police department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, being able, you know, if you want to add smoke to your tattoo, you have to shoot somebody. Um Oh, so much get, like street gangs, the deputy gang members identify themselves by code names, mm-hmm. such as the Benditos, Executioners, Regulators, Spartans, Reapers, Wayside Whiteys, and Three Thousand Boys. 
according to the report. Members often sport matching tattoos and use language and gestures associated with street gangs. What the hell? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. No, that that, that. I understand. There's going to be com camaraderie. There, there's going to like because if you work anywhere, you 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 kind of form right. a clique. Yeah. Um, and and that can be benign and be benign and harmless. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like, you, like I understand there's a certain amount of gallows humor that's going to go with the job as well, but you really think mm -hmm. running a group at your employer, right? who is part of your police department, mm -hmm. um, called the Reapers? Yeah. Um, what? But most of them are bond agents. Okay. Just thinking of the name versus what it actually is, Spartan probably is, uh, Spartans, most of them are probably traffic cops. Well, true. Even still, it's like, yeah. you have matching tattoos, you have hand signs. Yeah. Really? You, like, also, you don't... You know, like, to be a part of the group, you have to shoot people. Yeah. I have a major problem with this. I've had a major problem with this for a while now. Um, you have shooting developing story. Like you have shooting parties. You shoot a civilian. Yeah. And, and and your fellow group members, let's let's try to give this, you know, like their momentary, like give you a full benefit of doubt. Right. Your group members throw you a party because you right. shot someone. Right. And you're allowed to get an embellishment to your group tattoo. Yeah. Like, even if, even if, even if, even if you tried to claim any credibility to any of this as being, like, totally innocent, do you mm -hmm. not see how that looks really bad? Well, that's just it. We have had a lot of police violence on the community. Oh, police all you know all over the fucking country i'm wondering if this is just the stem of it now back in the 40s they had the same problem and it came down to literally they fired almost every police officer in la and the fbi had to become become the standard police um for a period of time until they got new officers I still, I just, I, I don't even understand how you could sit there and do this and not have a moment. Yeah. Any thinking individual should at least have a moment and go, how is this any better right. than the people that, like, we in general should be looking into arresting and, mm -hmm. you know, like, how is this any better? Right. Like, explain it to me like I'm five, and, and I don't get the difference between a street gang and a law enforcement group. Right. Because I'm struggling. They're one and the same, and that's why, you know, 
there's an old saying, and I find it very true when it comes to dealing with policemen. If mm. you sleep in a bed that has fleas, you're going to wake up in a bed that has fleas. Well, technically, I've heard that one is lay down with dogs, get up with fleas. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of natural consequence of actions. Right. Um, and yeah, so I get what you're saying. But no, I just, I, I cannot see how any, you know, like, how how do you not self-recognize you done fucked up? Right. Like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, well, not only that, what? but how do you not recognize, and it's because they built into paramilitary mob groups. Now, we're not talking about the one percenters, the Hells Angels, the Brother of the Wheel. Those charitable organizations are all a whole different spectrum. We are talking about police gangs mm-hmm. that are gangs. They aren't motorcycle clubs. They aren't, you know, motorcycle gangs that get a bad rep but do a lot of good work. Mm-hmm. At this point, it looks like it might be better to have Hell's Angels running L.A. I mean, shop with a cop will never be better, but that's a whole different story. Right. I mean, I like, yeah, more. uh, There's so many things wrong with this. Right. Oh, so Devin had a moment of not understanding. We weren't talking about motorcycle clubs and motorcycle gangs and gangs like that. Like, no, if we were talking about like motorcycle gangs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you it's know, a motorcycle I, gang. What are you doing for Christmas? Yeah. You know, when's your next poker run? And, yeah. you know, do I really want to know what's behind door number one? Okay, mm-hmm. those are common questions I have for motorcycle gangs. Yeah. Because, I'm sorry, they, they get a nice, terrible Hollywood story, but I've yet to see one that's really a problem. Normally, you show them a three-year-old and they'll pick up the thing and go, what can we do? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, your, your, your bikers aren't your problem, generally no. speaking. Generally right. speaking, there are some people to get into it for all the wrong reasons, and usually those are cl- uh, people to get shunned out of clubs real quick. Like, exactly. they're, they're mm-mm. Like, mm-mm-mm. Uh, oh, uh, well, you said Benditos, and uh, that is a, a motorcycle club. No, we're actually talking about in the L.A. Uh, Deputy Sheriff's uh, Department, um, there are uh, uh, deputy gangs, and right. the names of those are, uh, uh, or some of the code names are Benditos, Executioners, Regulators, Spartans, Reapers, Wayside Whiteys, and 3,000 Boys, according to the report. Right. Um, so, yeah. No, 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 no. I understand. Like, I could, like, th- they weren't original. Right. They, they weren't original. Right. Um, it, but it is. It's just kind of... Uh, mm. Yeah. Oh, it's unreal. I mean, it's just mentally, it's like kaboom. Um, Like, really, you want to try to say this is just a few bad apples? Yeah. Do we really really? want to discuss apples? This isn't bad apples. Now, what sparked this report was actually, um, and we're going to see much more of these reports because the January 6th 
most of those attacking the Capitol was connected in some port of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Two in or five was even, a law enforcement or government agent. Yeah, law enforcement, government agencies, and or elected officials. Yes. Which, super flippin' frightening. Yeah. Um, that those are the people showing up to this. That the, yeah. they are the ones involved in these activities. Right. Um, like that's a problem. That's a huge problem. That's wow. Right. Like, really? Seriously? This is where we're at. Mm-hmm. Like, you would do this. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Like that that's that's where I have a lot less sympathy. Right. Like it's one thing if you're some nut job living in your parents' basement and you believe a bunch of conspiracy theory nonsense about right. our government. And you don't have a job or you have a job and it's some stupid, you know, like, hi, you're 50, please, please, please do better. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Like, apply yourself, get some skills and training, like, you you, got to be able to do more than this. Um, If that's where you're at and you go to the January 6th thing, I, I can have a little... Very little, but little sympathy. Mm-hmm. A little. Right. Um, but you're working in law enforcement. You're 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 a government agent. You are right. a an elected official. How the fuck? Right. I have no sympathy for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm. No. Right. no, no, no. This needs to be excluded excluded executed immediately there should be some pink slips coming out and on mountain bears we're going to have a story of something going on in west virginia that should be some pink slips oh there we go all right what's next oh well let's let's maybe go with uh something hopefully a little lighter because i i kind of have a, a a giggle when you you told me this one uh huh. Gwyneth Paltrow in court as trial over 2016 ski collision begins. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is from CNN. Um, and this is, oh, let's see. Well, today, today. Yeah. Uh, so the trial. Now. Yeah. So the trial over a 2016 skiing accident involving Gwyneth Paltrow began on Tuesday. The actress and businesswoman was present in the Park City, Utah courtroom as a jury was seated and opening statements began in the case. Terry Sanderson, 76, has accused Paltrow of crashing into him and causing him serious injuries while they were both skiing on a Utah mountain in February of 2016. In the court documents originally filed by Sanderson and obtained by CNN in 2019, Sanderson stated that while skiing at Deer Valley Resort, Paltrow allegedly skied out of control knocking him down hard, knocking him out, and causing a brain injury, uh, four broken ribs, and other serious injuries. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sanderson also claims Paltrow and her ski instructor skied away after the incident without getting him medical care. Paltrow filed a countersuit against Sanderson, a retired optometrist, claiming that he skied into her. According to Paltrow's countersuit, she was enjoying skiing with her family on vacation in Utah when uh, Sanderson, who was uphill from Miss Paltrow, 
plowed into her back. She sustained a full body blow. Uh, so Miss Paltrow was angry with Plaintiff and said so. Plaintiff apologized. She was shaken and upset and quit skiing for the day, even though it was still morning. Um, so Sanderson had initially sued Paltrow for $3.1 million, but yeah. later amended his complaint and is now seeking more than $300,000 in damages, according to the court documents. Paltrow is seeking $1 in damages plus attorney's fees. Um, so, Which is yeah. going to be large. I watched the openings of this case. I was not impressed with her lawyers. Ah. Well, I think they're kind of all codependent upon the, mm -hmm. you know, Poucher claimed she was downhill from Sanderson before the right. collision took place. Right. You can't ski up a hill. Yeah. And you damn sure can't get any momentum to hit someone and injure them. Right. What's even more interesting about this is there is a um, motion in lemonade that wants to bring in his past sexual accounts. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think someone made a brush with celebrity and thought they'd get a settlement to keep it out of court. And she's mm -hmm. like, nope. No. Like, yeah. I'll take your fucking ass to court. I will sit here and be amused while you try to explain how the hell right. I injured you skiing uphill. Uh-huh. Like, this will be fun. Right, and it'll be more interesting in general. Um... Well, it definitely supports his claim that he has a brain injury. Well, he, uh, you know, he's had some serious injuries, but at the same time, it, like, there's some rules to skiing. Apparently, you're supposed to ski one way or another. I'm like, really? Um, and then there's some other stuff going on, but this dude has some bad acts behind him. Ah. Yeah. So, let's take the question from Devon, and then after that, we'll take a break and come back with and find out if you're an asshole. All right, so Devin31678, well, I get to be on voluntary layoff next week. We get to be? I love how you phrase that. Like, ooh, 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 snow day, snow day, snow day. What, it's the workplace equivalent, you got to admit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, first we have temperance, which is you trying to find a balance and peace with this. We also see money being a balancing factor here, and we need to look at your past record with the Five of Swords here. Will you get to be laid off? I'm not figuring that you get to be voluntarily laid off. You oh. may, however, get to take an extra day off than normal, but not the whole week. Hmm. So sorry there, Devin. All right, guys, let's take a break, and when we come back, we will be uh, finding out if Joe's an asshole. Remember, the poll goes up on aceandnight.com. Welcome back, goblins. 
My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org. Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y. B-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight, some of the best psychics in West Virginia, to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at pcsbnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site, right for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy. Welcome back. Okay, plead your case. Am I the asshole for calling my sister stupid and her and her husband, quote, shitty parents from the start because of what they want to name their kid? Okay, so just a little context because this topic is incredibly touchy for me. I am a man who is given a woman's name at birth. 
A good example is naming your son Alice. It's not what my name is, but it's close. My parents are hippies and gave their oldest son a girl's name to, quote, stick it to the man, and I will never forgive them for it. The name caused me to be bullied and damaged my professional life in ways I cannot describe. My sister is pregnant with her first child, a girl. She and her husband are ecstatic. It just sucks that she inherited my parents' stupid propensity to see their children as fashion statements. Last night, she revealed to the family the name of her daughter. It's Crystal. K-R-X-S-T-X-L. She wants to name her daughter K-R-X-S-T-X-L. Confused, the name is pronounced Crystal. I already don't like the name, but it's at least appropriate. I was not surprised to learn that my mom helped come up with the name. When she told me, I told her it was a terrible idea. If she wants to name her Crystal, name her Crystal. As in C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. She tried to explain to me why the X's are there, and I just told her it does not matter. She's naming a human, not a dog. I don't care what kind of fashion statement she's trying to make. This is a person who will have to live with that name until they die or has it changed. She and my mom brushed me off as just complaining because I was never able to accept my name. I told my sister she was being either selfish, stupid, or an incredibly strong combination of the two if she thinks her daughter will want a stupid name like K-R-X-S-T-X-L, Crystal. We got into an argument and I told her I already see her and her husband as shitty parents for using their kid to be off brand with her name and left right after. My sister is not taking it well at all and my mom is furious with me. I'm starting to wonder if I was too harsh. I will not change my opinion on that incredibly stupid name, but I'm wondering if branding her as a shitty parent was too far. No. Sorry. She is labeling this child a name that will be mispronounced for the rest of her life until she changes it. First of all, she is not taking responsibility for the factors that go into naming a child. And furthermore, I can't even read that name, nor do I get the name Crystal out of it. So Crystal. Okay. This is the English language. We speak English. We write in English or in other dialects of another language. That name is not spelled that way in any dialect. Well, I think she was going for like an Xmas kind of thing, like Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's probably like totally different from that. Um, so here's where I totally disagree. Okay. I said not the asshole, or excuse me, okay. I said you are the asshole, at least a little. Um, because while I find and, and totally get how distressing and painful it is to have an unfitting name. Right. I also recognize that a lot of people go through this. Right. Like whether it's, you know, KRX, STXL, Crystal, or even just Crystal, or Adam, or Stacy, or whatever. Right. Um, like, a lot of people have an ill-fitting name. Right. Um, and my other point on this is that, quite frankly, most names are a fad. 
Right. They are a fashion statement. Like, you cannot tell me this many people just thought Hunter was, like, a wonderful name. Or Dakota. Or, like, no, they're all right. fads. They're all fads. Like, right. and, but at the same time, mm -hmm. if you saw I-D-K-T-A, would you get Dakota out of that? I probably wouldn't, no. But I think you have every right as the child named I-D-K-T-K. Uh-huh. Or whatever. You have every right to go and change your name. Right. And I think the government every should give right. you one free name change in general. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I, I and I can totally back that. Like right. if you want to do this. Right. And in fact, I think all parents should should at least plan for that. Right. Like we're gonna name our kids. They may or may not like it. We may find out later that we had a boy. Mm-hmm. Turns out, no, we didn't. Right. Like, you know. we left the hospital with a boy, and suddenly, somewhere around, you know, 13, 14, whatever, we had a girl. Surprise. Um, right. And we need a name change. I, yeah. Right. Okay, it's one thing to give your kid a unique name, says the mom with daughters with some unique names, but they're pronounceable at a glance. Fair enough, and I give you that. Um, yes. Now... My grandmother and, and her sister were both mm -hmm. named um, with very unique names. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, I can understand the struggle. I really can, because that, that, that was kind of a thing for, for both of them, is mm -hmm. that no one ever spelled or pronounced my grandmother's name right. They took one look. They thought it was one name. They said another. Or thought it was one name, and that's what they said instead of what it actually was. Right. Um, and then her sister, God mm -hmm. love her. Right. I cannot imagine the mm -hmm. number of times people just looked at her name and went, "How? Right. What? What is it? Because right. I got nothing. Um, right. Again, both of them have that." Now I know for my grandmother, this she it my great grandmother wasn't even exactly unique, right? In choosing this name for her daughter, what actually occurred is a local girl drowned, mm -hmm. and I never was clear in the story whether her mother knew the girl and particularly liked her, or whatever, or if she just saw the story or heard the story about the, the girl dying and her name, mm -hmm. either which way she loved the name, she right. actually went and asked this woman mm -hmm. if she could name her daughter mm -hmm. after her, after right. the girl who died, who drowned. Um, I think that was a large part of my my grandmother probably would have never thought about changing her name, knowing where it came from. Right. Um, and that that it, it it wasn't an unpretty name. It wasn't. It was just one of those that people looked at and thought it was a misspell, right. like someone misheed it um, right. because they'd never seen it. Um, right. It and it's a totally different name. It sounds totally different when you when you read it correctly and pronounce it correctly. It was a really pretty name. Right. That's different than this right. poor texting information. That's different than this child, you know, basically having their name spelled like a porn star. 
and I get that again, that it's to me, nope, mm -hmm. I wouldn't name someone that. No. But again, we we do this and have done this yeah. through centuries. Mm -hmm. right. Like you cannot tell me the rash of children that, that have old sounding names and sound like old ladies. You know, right. Iris, Gladys, <laughs> you know, hi, there was a flower period if you didn't notice. Right. Like I'm sure there's a daffodil and a, you know, mugwort out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um like again names are fads and they are meant to be different right. or you name a child to conform with a family you know like right. all the firstborn men are given the name blah 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 and so yeah. you have the second and the third and the 14th and the 23rd on it goes down mm -hmm. a lot right. um but i don't think those choices necessarily make you a shitty parent from the start i do think that all parents Mm -hmm. can be shitty if they are unwilling to accept that maybe right. what they chose doesn't fit their child and that right. we all have a right to have a name that suits us right. however we get it right. whether it's from birth or from a courtroom that is acceptable right so i kind of think shitty like that's kind of asshole behavior to, to call your your sister and her husband shitty from the start. Well, I think, that I think that they're trying to make fashion. You know, there, it's like the damn little teacup poodles and the poor little Yorkies that got bought to fit into fucking Louis Vuitton bags. Mm-hmm. But I don't inherently think that, that everyone who, who bought a teacup poodle and a Yorkie mm -hmm. are inherently one bad people or two even knew that they were doing anything wrong. Or did not have malintent. Right. And they have seen the effect of a child being poorly named all the years of her brother's life. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, okay. the votes are up. All right. Well, the vote is up, and I want to add one more thing. Um, you guys see my name on the screen here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you. Should, well, let me ask you. Should I be angry that my last name, most people get wrong at least the first time? Well, that's because it needs a K in front of me. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I typically tell people, put an H in front of it, you'll be fine. Um, and it's surprising how quick that works as their brain goes, oh, I know how to pronounce that now. Mm -hmm. um, because if, if it's H-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N, um, you don't say the H. Right. You just say the rest of it, and they get it perfect every time. Because right. somehow they know this, because they've known at least one Arrington. Mm -hmm. Again, with it's an Arrington with a K. Hmm. Well, yeah, but that's a totally different name, and it doesn't help me in my life. Although I will say that, um, real quick, it's not on the screen, but my middle initial is B. Yeah. Oh, the aggravation that has created in situations where, like, um, my college email address, mm -hmm. which was my first initial, my middle initial, last name, no spaces, no periods, nothing to right. split it up. Yeah, I was Joseph Barrington for a while there. I like because, that. do what now? 
kind of like that. I could go well, I it was annoying and frustrating because people just uh -huh. like had trouble finding my phone number in the college phone book because they couldn't find a Joseph Barrington. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not my name. Like, do I have to mm -hmm. run around like Ting Ting's going, that's not my name. That's not uh -huh. my name. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so, do, you know, to some degree, I understand. Yeah. And I'm not even a fan of my middle name. It's not like I get the, like, because again, I understand if I hated, hated my first name, um, which I do have some dislike for it. And there's a reason I'll get to that in a second. But my middle name offers me no refuge. That's why I think you should really begin, you, you know, taking pages from your grandfather's book <laughs> and using JB. Yeah. Well, see, no, that's not even a page from my my grandfather's book. Um, here, you want to talk about effed up name situations? There's my uh, my grandfather, whose mm -hmm. parents were exhausted. Uh huh. They had named too many children. So they got to my grandfather and his brother. They named one WH. They named the other one HW. That's mm -hmm. it. They didn't stand for anything. Their yep. legal name for one was the letter W, the letter H, last name, and then turn around for mm -hmm. my grandmother or grandfather, and it was H stood for nothing. W stood for nothing, last name. Because mm -hmm. they were done and they were not interested in trying any harder. Right. Um, this is the family that had 25 kids. 26. 26. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Barrington sounds really posh. I know. Believe me. Yeah. And, but it's one of those things that's really interesting when you have a boss. And I did in college, I had a boss mm -hmm. who I originally met and corresponded with via email. Right. Like, because we were working on similar things, and that's how eventually they became my bosses. Like, right. we intersected on a thing and got to be really friendly, and then eventually we worked together. But she never could get it out of her head that my name was not Joseph Barrington. Mm -hmm. So she introduced me to people as Joseph Barrington. She, she talked about me as Joseph Barrington. And even at one point declared she did not have an employee named Joseph Arrington. Uh-huh. And I'm just sitting there like this woman, I swear, loved her dearly. She was a beautiful and wonderful human being who was great at her job. Mm -hmm. But my God, right. like between her inability to remember my mother was deceased and her inability to get my name right, she drove me up a wall. That's okay. I just think it would look impressive on your business card, J.B. Carrington, with a K. <laughs> no, no, yes. no. Stop trying to make the K a thing. It's not happening. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to teach you to fetch. <laughs> All right. Fetch ain't happening, honey. Fetch ain't happening. Oh, Shannon says my great grandpa had so many kids he couldn't remember their real names, just their nicknames. Um, actually, in my family we have a similar event. It was with uh, my mom's mom, and because she was yet again, she was one of twelve. Um, mm -hmm. There were so many kids in that family and so many grandkids mm -hmm. that the best you apparently got out of that grandmother was either 
she would call you by your parents' name, like whichever one of her kids you were one of. She, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it would be like Thelma's kid, whatever your name is, get over here. Or she would just call, like, point at you and be like, that their one. Uh huh. Oh, can we call you Barry now? No. <laughs> but I wish, I wish that were my middle name. I could probably get used to it. Uh huh. Faster than what it is. Uh huh. And right, stop so... Bartholomew before someone else guesses. Like, yep, no. stop Bartholomew. Nope. But anyway, the poll is up on the YouTube page. Go over there and vote. All righty then. So moving on to relationship advice. This one is one we know fairly well. Yes. Uh, so me, 20 male, am worried about my 19 female girlfriend overworking herself. I'm a tw uh, college student majoring in business and my girlfriend is studying education. This semester, one of our friends asked her to grade papers for him. Initially, he made it seem like it wouldn't be too much work, but in reality, it has been quite demanding. Unfortunately, my girlfriend has a hard time saying no and reduced her work hours to accommodate the task. She's grading 20 10-page papers and 15 discussion posts, among other things. While she's doing it for the money, she hasn't received payment in over a month. She barely gets any downtime besides at night, but she still works as if uh, she's still with her friends. Our friends have advised her to stop grading until she gets paid, but she's hesitant to let her friend down. Nevertheless, we're still in a happy relationship, and she's truly an amazing person. Okay, so what are some signs that someone is being overworked? One, they get testy. Two, they cut into their sleep time. Three, my problem is she's not getting paid. What, what are your thoughts on this? Because we go through this a lot on balancing it out. Um, it's a struggle there. Um, right. I. I understand getting walked into something that that was supposed to be easier than it sounded like. Or, uh -huh. or that sounded easier than it actually is. Right. Um, I, I do have major problems with continuing to work as you're not getting paid. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like not doing anything about it. No. Um, that's a big problem for me. Is like it's one thing if you're like, mm, I'm gonna give you a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm really struggling with the fact that you reduced your hours elsewhere to, right. to do this. Well, right. like, like I give you major props for being an awesome friend and a really hard worker and like rearranging your right. life to make this possible. Well, no, I don't I that not letting you let the students down. Like, I don't think it's about not letting the friend down. I think it's not letting the students down. Well, that too. Um, but the reality is, no, you're like, it's not going to be you. Like if you've not been paid, you've had mm -hmm. to rearrange your life, you're working your ass off. Mm -hmm. Like those three things, like, hi, you're not the one letting these people down. Right. 
like you've been you've done it and you've been doing it and you are more than willing to do Mm -hmm. um but for the the you know friend Mm -hmm. um the the i'm assuming professor or at least teacher right uh for this class um they're the ones letting everyone down including you like you don't like i'm sorry there's some things in the world we have to accept are reality and that is no payee no worky no worky um and you know right but at the same time i think that you know this becomes a really big thing here um and this is especially when you know we're in a society of gig working um you've got to be the one going hey where's my paycheck yeah 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 and i don't think anyone has to be hateful about that like there's crap that comes up and i can be really understanding personally right um probably a little too much like i'll I'll give you ample ability to 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 so to speak mm-hmm. your shit. um right. Like, if I were to say it rudely to a client, it would be like, fix your shit. Um, right. But, like, additionally, like, I've always told clients, like, if there's a problem, if there's something that comes up, talk to me. We can work something out. I'm not here. Right. Um, right. Now, if we work something out, and then you don't do that, mm-hmm. and then you don't, you know, and I come back to you and you still don't do the thing, then, yes, I, I have a tendency to be real evil. Um, but no, I think you can be a decent human being, kind and everything else and be like, I need my money. Thank you. Right. But on the other side of that, what is your advice to him? Because it isn't his dealing. I think you, you need to be there and supportive and try to encourage, but Uh then you've got to be willing to, to like, you put in your two cents and two cents doesn't buy a lot of mileage. Right. Like you don't get a lot for two cents. Right. Um, like you don't get to take control of this. You don't get to go to the friend that's not paying her directly. Um, right. you don't get to do any of that. You just have to go, okay, this is your business and your choice, and mm-hmm. you do what you need to do. I'll be here, I'll be supportive, I'll do everything I can. Um mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sit here and throw down an ultimatum. I'm not going to sit here and go behind your back and start talking to people. You know, like you can offer, like, do you think it would be better if I talk to them? Mm-hmm. Um, now, if she says no, respect that. Um, right. But fundamentally, you have to respect what she's doing mm-hmm. and go, okay. Right. You know, this is your show and whatever you choose. And, you know, I just really hate seeing you work this hard right. and not get paid on time. Right. Um, and then let that become what it becomes. Right. Okay, Shelly, we need a birthday, honey. Yes. Give us a date of birth. We can handle your question. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All righty. Right. But now, like, because I'm like, I wouldn't go behind your back. Like, because, and you, we've had this come up professionally. Yeah. 
where a client, you know, took out, so to speak, some credit with you that, well, I'll pay mm -hmm. you, you know, next month, whatever, like, help me through this horrible time, I'll pay you later. Sure. And they didn't. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, I'll talk to you about it and be like, mm, I think you're kind of done with this one. Right. Um, but I'm not going to pick up the phone and call that client and be like, bitch, where are my power bill money at? Oh. All right. Shelly did give us a birthday. Wonderful, Shelly. Sorry. We have to keep the lawyers happy. So Yes. So, ready for it? Yeah, you don't have to highlight it, though, because it's going to be too long. All right. So, Shelly, August 13, 73. I just broke up with a guy I've known for 25 years. I got a divorce a couple of years ago, and we started dating and dated about a year and a half. He had a friend that was a lady that he used to date and refused to stop talking to her and even would visit and text her. It's okay to still visit and text your ex when you're in another relationship. Um, oh, is it okay to still visit and text your ex when you're in another relationship? I broke up with him. Not only that, uh, we were three hours away from each other and only saw each other on weekends. Okay. Okay. Hey, Mary. So, hi, Mary. I'm going to play it out this way. Is it okay? Yes. However, and this is the however part, there needs to be transparency there. Okay? Meaning that there's clear visitation, there's clear communication of what's going on. Um, when there's hidden communication and hidden actions going on, that's where I have a problem. In my opinion. Now, I'm one that, you know, isn't that friendly with many of Max's that are still living. You, on the other hand, are more a friendly ex. Yeah, I am. Um, and I'm just sitting here going, so, okay, so you were in a relationship, you divorced two years ago, six months later, you jumped into, well, you got into a relationship with someone that lived three hours away, who is still mm -hmm. communicating with their ex and mm -hmm. visiting them and texting them. And putting them above your visitation time. Wow, when I visited, he went by her apartment three times. You, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I I can be friendly with exes. I really can. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not, like... But there's a big difference between being friendly and, like, being really involved in their life. Like, yes. one, how long were they together? Yeah. Like, are they in a, like, you know, out of the 25 years you've known them, they were in a relationship for like 22 of those was like, how long were they together? Cause I mean, mm -hmm. if there's like, you know, they have kids together and the divorce is kind of new and they, you know, divorced amicably, right. that I could start to understand. Right. I'm not feeling that's the situation at all. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, on the psychic side of this, because on the psychic side of this, says okay. you're done right. Um, the like you you know, relationship coach view of this is it's okay to be friends with your exes. It's okay to, you know, hang out and do whatever. But when you're in a partnership, you're clearing up to the point with it. Um, recently, one of my very old exes reached reach out to me, and I'm like, Oh, you know, and he had had a question, and it's just like, I just flat out asked them in the chat, and then you repeated back to it. You don't go hiding those interactions. 
Um, oh, yeah. Well, and I had no problem with that. I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm kind of scared of your ex. They could probably bench press me. But, you know, that's that's a whole other story. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you yeah. know, and, and could. They're apparently currently, like, just up the street. Yeah. Um, so, like, your ex could literally come by. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, bench press me. Um, but I don't think anywhere is that going. Like, there's a whole multitude of things going on there. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a whole multitude of stuff going here, and she's continuing on with it. Yeah. No. No. You done right. You done right. I believe, you know, psychically, I feel you done right, because you'll be getting into another relationship here soon. But the other side of that is this is way too close and way too in-depth there. Yeah, so she goes on to say they dated for two years and have bro been broke up for 11 years. Um, he would take her for an infusion at the hospital, then tell me he took her out to eat afterwards. Okay, see, I, it sounds like he wants to be more and maybe she doesn't. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. maybe because of her illness, she's like, mm, now's not the time to start a relationship. Yeah. Um, I think he has unresolved feelings based on just what I'm reading. Right. Like, yeah, just, I don't think he was just the co-host. I'm the psychic. I think he done great selling. Yeah. I would have broke up with him too. Um, we ran into this with some black holes as the early forms of our relationship. Um, and it's like, no, nah, there comes a level at a time. Yeah. Well, and to describe for those hearing that that term used on the show for the first time, like I don't know if Shelly's a new uh, viewer or not. When we talk about black holes, we're talking about people in your life that show up, consume resources, and no matter how much you try to help them, they just take in and mm -hmm. nothing ever comes out of them. Like it doesn't right. get better. It doesn't improve. They're just right. constantly damsel tried to the train tracks. Help mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So Kelly, I think you done right. I think that you move forward, you should move forward. I do think you'll have more opportunities for yourself um very soon. Okay, mm -hmm. but do take some time to take a breath there. Get back to yourself, get out of this thing, and I really recommend that the next time you go into a dating relationship, you make it clear what you expect. I'd also say shop local. Yeah. Like that three hour like difference in location. Mm -hmm. That makes it really hard. Mm -hmm. um, right. To, to really get to, to, a long-term intimacy sure. like you can date for a long time and be three hours away but you're never gonna quite get there like right. money has to move yeah so yeah. try to shop local yep all righty then well let's go see what the poll has to say all right am i the asshole no you are not the asshole they agree with oh. you that putting x's in a person's name to make it illegible is okay no they're disagreeing he, okay. like it's actually if he's the asshole then yes they'd be agreeing with me but they're with you in which yeah. no calling your sister a shitty and her husband a shitty parent from the start because they want to name their child 
Crystal, mm-hmm. K-R-X-S-T-X-L, right. is a bad choice. A choice. Yep. Oh, do you yeah. want to take Shelly's follow-on? Sure. All right. So Shelly agrees. He was all about himself. Definitely needs someone close to my town. Who do you see me meeting and when? All right. So I'm going to consult the tarot here and see what we can get. All right. Okay. Interesting. All right. So we're going to go dark hair. He will come off either very financially concerned are very financially focused. Like, he's going to be focused on building his wealth. He's going to be financially driven. It will be in your town. I feel like it'll probably be within about eight weeks. Um, he will, looking at the cards, he's going to have dark hair, probably medium height, and probably will be someone that will be very visionary, meaning he's talking about what he plans to do, where he plans to go. He will probably work independently. That'll be the type of person that you will be coming into. And with it being the three of wands here, I think it's going to be at a social gathering. Okay. Okay. And as always, we remind you, make sure to get DNA tests early if you meet them at a wedding because you might be related. Same thing for family reunions. No, no, no. (laughs) It's going to be a social, like, party barbecue situation there you go all right well it's been great it's been a good show we actually got to cover some psychic in the news i'm going to start making that more of a priority of our programming um i am also going to remind everyone you can always go to asonite.com to get a reading mm-hmm. pluto and aquarius Oh. Hey, at least Shelly finds me funny. Well, everyone finds you funny, honey. You know, we got to work on your comedy stick. All right. Pluto in Aquarius. Um, Pluto is, of course, what is unseen. Aquarius is our overanalyzer. I think that with a Pluto in Aquarius occurring, we're going to be looking and having to clean up some of our hidden messes. Oh. So there you um, go. We also, yep. We also have Saturn moving out of Aquarian into Piscean um, for a couple of years there. And we, you know, with that, that's when we get creative. That's when we get messy. That's also when we start seeing society cleaning itself up. Um, so that will be interesting on the on the uh, astrology side. All right, so this Saturday, you guys will hear more about that because at 8 p.m. we are going to have energy overviews. Now at 6 o'clock, I have the $10 gallery readings. For those who don't know what a gallery reading is, it's a large group reading, but it's not your group. It's whoever buys a ticket, everyone will get a lady spread and one free question. You can book that at acenight.com. That Saturday is also Psychic Saturday, so my readings are on sale. Um, it is 15 minutes for $20 plus tax. Um, you can book that on my site, asonite.com. Um, so that is Saturday. It's also Pagan Day of Prayer. I will be at the 3 o'clock hour um, and hosting and talking about Pagan Day of Prayer then. 
Um, let's see what else is going on this week. I have coffee and tea with Natalie at 8 p.m. It will be on the YouTubes. Um, and with that, you know, you can go ahead and go over there. Please remember, Facebook is having an issue streaming us. Um, apparently, they don't like our content, so they suppress it. So, guys, look for the links or go over and subscribe to Ace and Knight um, on YouTube. That's where you're going to see all my content. Like Facebookies, you guys are missing out on the Psychic That Budgets, the Psychic That Plans Budget Edition that comes out on Saturdays now, um, and also other videos that are planning videos and like terror reviews. There's a lot of stuff over there for you guys to check out. And then we want to talk about our baristas. Our baristas help make this possible. They support us, support the show. Of course, they get into the gallery readings for free. Baristas, we're looking for a link to be posted tomorrow to your access to the gallery. Um, they get free classes. They get mentions on the show. And they help us run the station, meaning like us declining our Facebook presence and increasing our YouTube presence was a barista decision an emergency barista decision but it was a barista decision so we want to thank you guys so much for helping us make decisions you actually get the director network you're our board of directors all right so let's give thanks to those that actually built this up uh so of course we want to thank beverly walker mika g kathy mary winfield brenda shannon c shannon d lady gwendolyn charles shaw Dottie the psychic tracy van caitlin bell and Devin. if you'd like to learn more about us the show and how you too can become a patreon sponsor and receive all the wonderful benefits our baristas receive please visit us at pcspnetwork.com yes all right guys we haven't got the intro the outro done yet so good night good night <laughs>